Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And it's still a new year. We're still in January. It's very exciting. I hope you're all excited. Love the winter. <laughs> I love the winter. I really do. I love the cold. I love I love the gray as long as there's not too many gray days in a row. Um, actually, I'm a little bummed because it warmed up. It was so frosty. Yeah, I know. And we got some good rain, but it's clearing up. I know. Nice. I know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the cold nights. Do you ever notice how I'm totally going to get distracted here for a minute, but do you ever notice how when it's winter and it's really cold, the stars look brighter? They do like crisp. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love it. The moon I actually went out last night and I was standing outside and you all will be listening to this probably a couple of weeks after we record it. So Right now, the moon is growing and it was a, it's still pretty small. It was pretty, pretty slivery in the sky, but I went outside to take my dogs out and it was pretty, it was like just past dusk. So it wasn't super dark yet, but it was darkish and there was totally clouds all over the sky, except where the moon was. And, there, and then there was just like this very light smattering of clouds over it so this perfect sliver in the sky with this light smattering of clouds and i thought this is really magical hmm. that's my story Sounds beautiful yeah just i share <laughs> that was beautiful i share that visual for all of you listening audibly <laughs> by the time you hear this probably the full moon will have yeah it will have come yeah and gone and then it will be waning the magic of winter though it is it has its you know definitely has its things that are inconveniences I should say what like you mud <laughs> yeah mud snow rain sleet all that stuff yeah yeah I was just outside a little bit ago and I had forgotten my jacket and I was like oh that wasn't a very good choice <laughs> didn't plan this experience very well so luckily I wasn't out there very long but it was chilly. So we have a topic today, don't we? <laughs> oh, way to redirect Veronica. Yeah. One point Veronica. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're going to talk about spiritual bypassing. This is a big topic. Have we talked about this before? I think we've touched on it. I feel okay. like we've touched on it. Yes. We, we've never done a full episode about it but we've definitely touched on it because I think you and I have some very strong ideas about this <laughs> and I hope we don't offend anybody <laughs> yes yeah, so trigger warning <laughs> yeah, exactly. but not like the kind about like you know we're going to talk about gnarly stuff but just we yeah I mean whatever we've everybody's seen it happen oh and yeah I think you and I have seen it happen on multiple levels in different oh, ways yeah. Yes. So much. And have, I mean, everybody has their own, <laughs> own stuff around that, but like, we wanted to share about like, Oh, maybe a little about what that means. Well, what that means, what and, that means. Yeah. And then what it shows up like mm -hmm. and how it can be really dismissive and also, um, 
really create this lack of responsibility. Um, I think that's my trigger. So, <laughs> and then I'm going to also be the other side and be like, how is this a positive thing? And how does it oh. serve people? Oh, so we're going to have a fight. <laughs> oh, mate, get your dupes out. <laughs> well, no, we're not going to have a fight. I think that's really good. It's good to talk about both sides. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Libra. You know, I got to balance it out. Sorry. Yeah, no, I get it. It's good. It's good. So, so Veronica, what, how do you define spiritual bypass? Uh, well, it, it just immediately I'm like bypass. Okay. So you're using your spirituality to move around something or get around something that you're either not wanting to look at or shouldn't look at or whatever. So you're trying to go around something or bypassing it using your own spirituality, spiritual beliefs, um, could be different spiritual rituals or any way of getting around something that you're not wanting to look at or go towards. Yes. I would agree with that description. Um, yeah, I want to say something, but I can't find the right words. So hopefully they'll come to me and I'll be able to say it later in this episode, but it's excellent. Yeah. We'll just go <laughs> from there. But uh, spiritual bypassing is one of the things that actually drives me really crazy, both just in my personal life and, um, and as a therapist a little bit, to be honest. So I, it's something that I see people doing as a coping strategy and often not even realizing they're using it as a coping strategy. Like there's so much conviction behind it that, um, yeah, that they, they miss the fact that there's all there's all this other stuff to be working on. Yeah. I mean, I think, I feel like we could use our higher power or deity, um, as a way of like, oh, um, I'm just going to leave it to that goddess. I'm just going to use this as an example. Okay. Okay. Um, cause it could be, it's hypothetical. Really. This is hypothetical. Type, yeah. I'm going to leave this at the feet of this goddess and let's see what happens and then we'll see what, how the chips fall or, um, you know, I don't know if that's bypassing then, though. That's more like, you don't think so? No, I oh, think, okay. I think bypassing is like, I am not going to do this because I'm giving, I'm doing, I'm giving it up. God's going to take care of me or the goddess is going to take care of me. Or, um, you know, I am, I am a whole being connected to all these things, which is true. We are all connected. Um, it's very true. But because of that, I don't need to fill in the blank. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there's that other side to it. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Like the other side of not taking the responsibility of doing the work that might need to be done. Right. To actually, you know, I don't know, get to where you're wanting to go or what you need to happen. Right. Right. I mean. Yeah. I just, I, I, I want to go off on this topic and I, I can feel in myself that I also want to just name, I have concerns about offending people. Yes. Um, because I think it, it can be really offensive. Um, if, if those are your stalwart beliefs, um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> can we even Emily do a hates, podcast on this? Emily hates offending people. I mean, well, no. I, doesn't everybody. I don't know if I hate offending people, but I, I don't want to, I don't know. I know you're being sensitive. You're being sensitive. I'm trying to be sensitive because yeah. I also acknowledge that everybody has 
a different path and different viewpoints. And that maybe somebody's spiritual bypass is in fact serving them in a way that they need it to in this moment. Thank you. That's what I, that is, that is the other side that I was bringing up with this. We do these things, you know, um, we all do them. I mean, maybe in different ways, you know, maybe a little, it's a little bit more extreme for some and it looks like really extreme for others. And then it's like, oh, we might make it a little bit more. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, instead of doing that, I'm going to, you know, light a candle and let it go you know, as opposed to maybe looking at some patterns that I've been creating for myself. And does not mean that lighting a candle isn't going to be helpful for you and maybe bring you some peace in that moment? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. I think the other piece of spiritual bypassing is that it really prevents people from acknowledging um, their feelings and like what's actually going on under the surface and it creates this distance. It also can create this, I'm better than you kind of thing Mm. of like, well, I'm, you know, I am in the love and light and I'm not saying that people aren't in the love and light, don't get me wrong, but you can go to that place of I'm in the love of light. And this is, you know, whatever my higher power is going to take care of me. And so I don't need to do this. I don't need to, to take care of my body or, uh, take my kid to the doctor or, you know, whatever it might be. It could be any, it could be anything. I'm just using those as examples. Again, not trying to offend, just naming. Uh, (laughs) But yeah. Whereas you could, you could say, I believe all those things and I'm going to do this and look at it. I mean, and, and maybe you look at it and you still choose to spiritually bypass. And that, that is, that is a true thing. Like you can say, okay, I see it. I don't like what I see. And I'm going to choose to go towards lighting that candle. Like, okay, I don't want to do that work right now. I'm, maybe I'm not ready to do that. Like maybe I'm not in the place where I could actually get anything from it, you know? Yes. Um, and, and so I need to light that candle. I need to say that prayer, whether that's going to do what, you know, and I intend it to do or not, you know, um, I don't think it's a, it can be harmful. I could see that that, that could be a harmful thing, um, depending on what it is you're bypassing. <laughs> well, I mean, tech, usually it's used to avoid uncomfortable feelings or confrontations, mm-hmm. right? Or fears, if you're feeling afraid of something, um, instead of feeling that fear or looking at actions that might be taken to alleviate some of that fear, this is the action that gets taken instead. Um, so like, this is great. So I found this article on verywellmind.com and they have some really good examples, uh, in there of spiritual bypassing. So things like, uh, believing in your own spiritual superiority as a way to hide from insecurities. So that's, that's a good one, a good example. Um, believing that traumatic events must serve as learning experiences or that there is a silver lining behind every negative experience because there's not always, you know, yes, we can't, we can learn from traumatic experiences, but you know, it's, it's going to that place of, well, everything happens for a reason. Well, there's some pretty horrible things that happen to people. And that's actually not 
a helpful thing to say or mm -hmm. or even believe in really i mean maybe maybe but to think that some higher power might have created this horrible existence um or experience for someone <laughs> and that there's a greater meaning to that there's a greater good or a silver lining in that it doesn't actually help somebody process the trauma of the experience I, yeah go ahead you keep i have something to say about that <laughs> okay go ahead say it well, I, you know, so I was, I've been, I was raised Christian scientist. Yeah. Most of you know this who have been listening. So I have a background in a lot of other beliefs. Um, but I, so I can also see that I can see the positive side to those as well. Mm -hmm. um, and the idea that, you know, that it is like, uh, there is a benevolent universe and like essentially like all is good even mm. though it's even though it's not good benevolently like on the highest of high like it is it is good that's the core of christian science is that what you're no saying? not just christian science it, it it is a big it is that that is a belief as oh, well okay but i also i have also studied other spiritual beliefs and like the idea that the universe is inherently good mm -hmm. um and obviously that you know you know you can see that there's a lot of horrible things in the world that happen and you're like how can the universe be good and you question that and you have all these things that happen because you've you know seen and felt and experienced those things um but believing that all is good can serve people in being able okay this is <laughs> this is the spiritual life path Okay. being able to make it through events that are of that are traumatizing that are you know world stopping or whatever make it through and be able to possibly pull something out of that event or happening that could be positive that they can move through yes I over do. to emily yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i think i think you're right again like, it comes back to a coping strategy right so so it's this idea of, um, you know, if the if the universe is is benevolent, um, I would think I actually personally think the universe is not benevolent or dark and evil. I think there's a balance there, and I I don't know that it's actually about good and evil or light and dark. It's just about cycles and and the way that things move that is all very much greater than us right it's way beyond mm -hmm. anything we can control um we only have control over ourselves and that's i think where the spiritual bypass piece comes in is you know that we are not taking necessarily always taking responsibility for ourselves um or our actions and you know leaving it leaving it up to this higher maybe maybe seen as benevolent universe or god um but i do i do hear what you're saying and i do think that you're right that 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 is one of the ways some people cope with make it through yeah, yeah. make it through difficult things um but it doesn't usually make the trauma go away <laughs> and there yeah. is still personal work to be done there around yes that, for sure you know yeah, yeah. um that's the bypass piece exactly i mean some other yeah. examples of of spiritual bypassing are feelings of detachment so you know not 
not being in the experience, which sometimes you need to detach in a moment to get through it, but coming back to it and being able to, um, to reconnect to that is really important. Um, sometimes it's about having extremely high and not reachable idealism, you know, like having to live up to this certain way of being that really isn't realistic for, cause Hey folks, we're humans just yeah, letting you know. We're all humans down here in these meat suits clunking around on earth, trying to figure out what we're doing. <laughs> gross. <laughs> I know it sounds gross, right? Meat I actually hate suits. that term and I'm not sure why it came out of my mouth, but it did. Thing. Sorry. We're both vegetarians. So yeah. there you go. And I just like, offend you. <laughs> gross. Meat? <laughs> you know, other bypasses are focusing only on spirituality and not being in the present. Mm-hmm. not being here in relationship and, uh, and living for this future thing. Well, I think a lot of people have pro- listening here could probably equate like somebody that they know that is who lives their life in spirituality and, um, in a, in a way that they can't communicate with them. Like all mm-hmm. they're doing is talking about their belief and, their side, you know, like all of that. And you're like, well, Hey, okay. I don't believe in that, but can we still have a connection here? Can we still have a relationship, even though I might not believe the way you believe? Right. You know, well, coming back to the idea of it, taking you out of the present moment and out of connection and experience, um, you know, and another part of that is being overly positive and overly optimistic. (laughs) So this is a trigger for me, folks. I uh-huh. I am a huge shadow worker. I really believe in the power of shadow work. I think it's crucial actually to our um, development really in a lot of ways as humans and uh, emotionally in the way that we interact with other people. I think it's really important to look at these shadowy pieces of ourselves and learn to make allies out of them. Um, and so anyway, that's my bias. You, now you know my bias. So when people are always only looking at the positive and there is none of this, like looking at the funk that's underneath it, it makes me cuckoo. <laughs> it's so interesting that you and I have paired up because that is like, I I have grown so much from I, I think just from life really, and, and from looking at the, the, you know, the darker side of life and trauma and like accepting that as part of life and moving through that and learning from it. Um, I, I definitely grew up and started off on this planet as a highly positive child, um, moving through adolescence in, in almost a denial kind of way very positively and um and then got feel like smacked in the face by life really mm-hmm. and and that being like kind of woken up to like well wait you know <laughs> thought everything was great <laughs> all roses and sunshine people yeah 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 uh and and, and having that kind of like wake up call and then, but also now struggling as, you know, in my forties of trying to find the balance of like, yes, I am a positive, innately positive person, 
And I want to hold on to that and not get beaten down and dragged down into the shadow. <laughs> I want to see it and I want to look at it and I want to in- integrate it, but I don't want it to pull me down and leave me there. Like, because it's, it feels like it can stack up. Like it, it could really, the shadow can really overcome the light sometimes. And that's how I feel for myself. Like it can overcome my lightness and can start to chip away at my positivity, positivity, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess where I was going, because <laughs> it's so interesting. You were talking about, you know, just like this whole denial piece, because I tend to use that uh-huh. of like not seeing something or, um, oh, I didn't hear that. You know, <laughs> using that. I didn't hear that. But look what you're doing right now, Veronica, you're taking responsibility and you're recognizing it as a coping strategy versus keeping the blinders on and staying in that. Yeah. That's a big difference. It's a very (laughs) big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for noticing then. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That took a lot of time and effort to do that because I feel like I, in my environment, the way I was raised was like, definitely like the denial piece was really common and it was kind of a normal coping strategy. And so I kind of just took that as like, okay, well, that's, you know, I'm going to stay positive and look at only the good things and the bad things come around and that's just over there. And I'm just going to stay positive. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with staying positive. Cause I still, that's no. what I, you know, that's, but I also think it's really important to, I guess through grief, I'll just be honest with myself is like through grief, I've been able to, to see both sides mm-hmm. and to like, see the shadow, see the light, move through the darkness, back to the light, back to the darkness, back to the light, back and forth. <laughs> well, see, but what you're talking about is having both. And that's, that's really what, what I'm talking about here too, is, is this idea of, yes, there is light and yes, it's great to be optimistic and to think on the positive side. But when you only think that, and you don't recognize the shadow, then you're bypassing. Mm -hmm. Then you're not, you're not actually seeing what's going on. And there is a level of denial that's happening. Um, And it disconnects you from from your humanness and often from people around you. Other people, yep. Yeah, because you can't connect because they're not, not everybody's optimistic all the time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it is interesting that you and I are friends because I definitely tend more towards the like darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm it's like all, light. Yeah, I'm like, light. it's all falling apart. Everything, <laughs> I see it. I see all the cracks. I'm going to live in this darkness. And Veronica's oh, like, look, la, la, look at the sun, it's such a great day. <laughs> that's awesome. It's, it's a balance. We balance each other. We do and balance. I, yeah. I think that's important in our relationships, you know, yes. and I feel like the, yeah, I mean, influences in our lives. I think people tending towards spiritual bypass definitely have, they have different, you know, everybody has different influences in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do. And different, yeah, different ways that they manage those influences. 
So the bottom line is you might be a light worker. Maybe that's your calling, but it's really important to still look at the shadow as well and to be able to hold both because they both have value. You know, it, it isn't all roses and sunshine. And you know what, if it was, we probably wouldn't appreciate it. That's the other piece of this yeah. is that, you know, there, there is only this darkness and light because there are both. If there was only one, we ha would have nothing to compare it to. Well, and you know, I see, I see what it looks like when there, when, um, let's I'll use myself as an example right. when I'm trying to stay positive in the face of fear or anxiety or, you know, all like heaviness coming, you know, around me or coming through me, like experiencing it and trying to push away, like through grief specifically, like pushing away thoughts and, and beliefs and, you know, just like all the hard stuff and it starts creeping in, you know, and then I'm like, trying to stay positive and act like it's not there. Right. And then it's, it just, it really, it comes, it yeah. won't, it won't stop. It won't stop coming just because I'm trying to put on those rose colored glasses. It continues to come knocking on my door to be recognized. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like, um, those, those of us who have practiced spiritual bypassing and, and some people who still do practice it on a regular basis won't be able to push it out. It keeps coming back mm -hmm. to be recognized and eventually will have to be looked at um, in different, whatever way that comes forth, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's there. It's, these things are there. Uh, it's interesting in this article uh, in that the verywellmind.com that I mentioned, they have a good uh, kind of a good description about how wellness culture, you know, like that sort of mindset of negative thoughts are toxic, that that piece. And I do think they can be. I mean, if you have too many negative thoughts, it starts to be toxic thinking. It's stinking thinking. It's not really helping you very much. But you know, you start to believe or we, we can be told or the culture tells us that you can't be well or healthy um, unless you're able to rise above negativity and only think positively. Oh. And that's another form yes. of spiritual bypass, right? That's like, like you saying, I'm trying to stay above all the negative thoughts, but it's true in grief, it just comes through. Yeah. And, and there are, there's, you guys, there's going to be times that suck. We're going to be yeah. sad. We're going to be grief stricken. We're going to be mad as hell. These things are going to happen. And it's part of the human experience and letting yourself be open to that full spectrum of all of that. That's really wellness, you know, not letting any one thing have, have dominance. Well, and al allowing yourself to learn from that it's, it is really powerful and you can become a better person for it yes. really. And, yes. and a more whole, I should say not better, but a more complete person. Um, and you'll have more complete relationships, mm -hmm. you know, and you're more honest with yourself and, um, yeah, the more honest that I have become about myself with other people and with myself as like, Oh, wow. It's interesting to see how other people respond. Yeah. Um, and, and how I can form deeper relationships 
with yeah. people, you know, as opposed to maybe this surface, surface um, relationship, you know, you can go into it a little bit deeper, you know? Totally. Well, and what's also true is that when you show up and you are honest and just true to yourself and share what's happening for you, even if it's vulnerable, it invites that from other people. And for people who perpetually are spiritual bypassers, they're probably going to meet some of that with, um, with platitudes, you know, of it's, oh, it's not as bad as it seems, or, um, everything happens for a reason or, you know, th those types of things, uh, instead of just meeting with like, wow, that that's a dark spot you're in right now. That really sucks that that happened or whatever it might be. Um, I know I've always been an oversharer. <laughs> Wow. Is that shocking or what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember in high school, I was in this, uh, communication skills workshop class, which I think was kind of a fancy name for sort of like counseling, like, you know, but it was a group full classroom. Um, and we sat in a circle and we shared and blah, blah, blah. And like the first day of class, I had been having a really hard time. And I just, you know, I was a very angsty teenager in case you hadn't known that already. Um, <laughs> But I, I was sharing about some really heavy stuff that was going on for me and it, and it was really heavy and, um, and it opened the door for everybody else in the class to share about real true things. Mm -hmm. yep. And, and so I think there's a lot more, that's just one example, but I think that there is a lot more value in being able to just be with what is and share that than to try to get around it. That's my, that's my bias. Again, these are all my biases. Everyone, if you're feeling offended, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a pretty, it's, it's a fiery topic. Like it's it, a fiery it's pretty, topic. It, it definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it can, it can trigger some people because I mean, I just honestly, I'll admit I've done, you know, spiritual bypass and I probably did it more when I was younger than mm -hmm. I do now. Cause I'm a little bit more self-aware. Yeah. Um, but, and at the time it served me, I mean, I believe I do something, people do these things to serve themselves in one way or another, yes. and yes. whether it's a, a positive thing at the time or self-sabotage maybe, <laughs> you know, is it, yeah, it depends on what it is, but you know, it could be both things. Yes. Totally. So, yeah. Well, again, I, I come at this from like, I don't think this is a healthy thing, but as you were saying yeah. earlier, I think that it does have its place. Um, so I don't mean to like, just down with, spiritual yeah, don't do it. um, you know, everything has its place and everything has a purpose at one time or another. Well, and also like, I, I think about you, Emily <laughs> and like, <laughs> you do. Um, like, yeah, I'm like, well, the word bypass, I was like, would Emily ever bypass anything? Like you tend to look at most things that come to you. Okay. So I'm like, if something, if she were to bypass something, it would have, you would have to have a really good reason to set it aside. You know what I'm saying? And, and to not look at it. That's true. So there's people who are, who, and that's just kind of who you are. You know, there's yes. people who are going to be more apt to want to learn about themselves and look at what, 
you know, what is coming and to, to, you know, really dive into that. And then there's other people who are, that's going to be really hard. You know, they're going to want to deny, they're going to want to turn away. They're going to, you know, they're going to want to just go to their happy place. Right. Oh, my grandmother used to always say, I'd be like, this is stressing me out and this is bothering me. And I'm thinking about this and this happened. And she's like, honey, just put it over here. And she'd like gesture off to the side. You just put it over here. You put it in a pile and you know, eventually it kind of just goes away or you forget about it. And if you don't forget about it, <laughs> then it comes back. And I was like, grandma, that's being in denial. You can't do that. And she's like, well, then you're going to be real unhappy. <laughs> My grandmother was like that as well. Well, and I wonder if that's depression era thinking. Mm -hmm. It's put on a happy face. That yeah. was what I, we always got was put on a happy face. Even, even when it seemed like she was not happy, mm -hmm. there would be the smile that could like, just like penetrate me where I was like, Ooh, I don't like that smile <laughs> because I knew there was something underneath. Like she yes. was not happy, yes. you know, and she's saying, oh, put on a happy face, like fake it till you make it. You yep. know what I'm saying? Totally. And sometimes, honestly, you got to do that, like to get through, like if yeah. you're at work and you're like about to lose your crap and you're like, nope, here I go. Keep moving through, you know? <laughs> well, I, and I don't want to, you know, I, I want to name, there is something to be said for positive thinking. I mean, I, it does help you to smile and to think positively and, you know, all of that. I'm, I'm not saying you're not no. anti-positivity, Emily. No, I am not anti-positivity. I am not anti-spirituality. I'm not anti any of that stuff. I'm just about balance. And yeah. again, everything right. has its place, you know? And I'm not scared of feelings. So that's probably why I face everything head on. <laughs> I am kind of scared of feelings. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I definitely have denial in there still. I still can go to numbing and denial and go, but that's still stuff I'm working on. So, well, yeah. I say that, but you know what? I am, I'm not so scared of feelings as I am the, what causes the feelings. <laughs> What's underneath like, everything. Well, yeah. when I think about like loss or grief, you know, I think about, you know, I, I have worries about losing my mom after losing my dad. Um, you know, things like that, that really, that I think about a lot and I, and I am afraid of. And so I do all these things to try to make it not happen. Um, it, but you know, I'm not, I'm not the boss of anybody, uh, besides myself and, and there's all these things out of my control. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I do fear loss, I guess. Um, and what life would look like like that. But I'm not necessarily afraid of the feelings I would feel because I know that I'll be okay. I'll just have it's to interesting feel you said that. that. I mean, I feel like we could keep talking about this. I mean, for like days. Like I I just had this thought of like surrender that like uh -huh. I feel like um there's this piece of spiritual bypass, it could, may or may not, okay, of like ultimate surrender of like just letting it go. Like I mean, I know that might be different. It might be, I think have different. a different feeling to it. Yeah, might have a different feeling to it. But what if it wasn't? What if there was a piece in there? This is what I'm saying. What if there was a piece in there of us just trying to let go of, of the stuff that doesn't feel good, you know, just letting it go. And what about letting it go? Like, is that even possible that you could just be like, okay, that really cut me deep. And then the next day, 
gone. I think it Fine depends on it. what the thing is. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just kind of wanted to throw that out there of like, oh yeah. Well, what if it was just ultimate surrender overall of like, guess what? I'm letting that go. I'm giving it up, up to whatever higher power and um, moving on. Is that releasing all your autonomy and choice? Hmm. Yeah. I made you pause hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's too much thinking. Okay. I'm going to okay. bypass that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <good Lord. laughs> I, th- I think I'm done talking about this topic. Cause I feel like we could go on and on. We can, honestly. we can, we can wrap yeah. But, but I think it's good that we did talk about it. And, uh, and, you know, if you, if any of you listeners out there have any thoughts on the topic, we're happy to hear them. You can email me, um, at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net and, you know, let us know your thoughts on it. If you want, if you're particularly interested in the topic, or maybe you got a little triggered and you're like, Emily, Veronica, what the hell are you talking about? You guys don't know anything. Yeah. You're so dumb. <laughs> you're not enlightened enough nope no no (laughs) we're always learning yeah yeah always learning thanks emily thank you veronica and everyone out there keep it magical we'll talk to you next week Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by... You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? And you can do all those things. You could just (laughs) click the little stars, you know, and give us like some cold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. This must be so- <laughs> there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.